for now, stay tuned. We'll hand over to Mulana Wasim Hendricks of the Panorama Masjid. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiru wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdillahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا وسندنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله أما بعد رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم جماعة المسلمين I greet you with the best of greetings the greeting of Islam as well as the greeting of Jannah السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته الحمد لله all praises due to Almighty Allah سبحانه وتعالى and we show our full gratitude to Allah سبحانه وتعالى who grant us this opportunity once again to be in one of the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fulfilling that command of being present at this hour of Jumu'ah in one of his houses subhanahu wa ta'ala. For indeed we are so fortunate, Jama'atul Muslimin, as we know wherever we look around in this world, we find ourselves that we can pick up that there are so much difficulty out there for people just to walk and enter one of the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala today. How fortunate we are. And we should really look into the ayah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an. One of them are, فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ That which of the favors of your Lord can you deny? Can we deny that indeed that this is a favor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? That we can be present here. Wallahi, we can be present fulfilling that command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Today, today the, one of the days of March in Panorama Masjid. Who would have thought 20 years ago that here would be one of the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where Muslims, where people who believe can come in comfort and pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this area. This is truly a favor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُخْصُوهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, try to count the favors of Allah. Try to count it. لَا تُخْصُوهَا You will never be able to... To, to, to count the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How fortunate we are to sit here. And one of the reasons we sit here, we know we're busy with a series, mashallah, and the series is where we, ever, we, we, we want to be there. This is an abode that every Muslim, every believer, and not only believers, but even those of different faiths, they come and they also want to enter this place. And what is this place called? This, this place is called Jannah. This place is called, is called Jannah, that abode where everybody's heart and desire is to be. When they pass on, when we pass on from this dimension, from this world which is temporary, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that this world is nothing but a mere deception to us. It is temporary. It is mazra'atul akhirah. It is planting the seed for the akhirah and reaping the benefits in the akhirah. May Allah grant us that ability to understand that this dunya, it is for us, it is created. But we are created for Akhirah. The dunya has been created for us in order to plant our seeds. In order, in order to graze in this world. But in order to reap the benefits, we've been created for Akhirah. Where our abode will be forever and ever. It will be a bliss. It will be entertainment and enjoyment only. And isn't that what a believer truly wants? 
And what do we need to do to attain this Jama'atul Muslimin? And here we've started a few weeks ago. I've jotted down 25 ways for us. And who says this? Who informed us about these 25 ways? How we can find ease to enter the final abode where we will witness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is the ultimate joy that a believer can reach. And that is the ultimate joy that we should yearn for. That insha'Allah, that day is going to come through all my sacrifices in this world, through all my sacrifices in this life, every single affliction that is afflicting me, I say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. And I firmly believe that Allah has created me and to Him will be my final return. I belong to Allah and that is where I'm going to return. And I look forward to that day when I'm going to look at Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where I'm going to be in His presence subhanahu wa ta'ala, where I'm going to meet my most beloved that I've always desired to meet, and is none other than our beloved and illustrious Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This should be the ultimate intention of every believer. We've mentioned in the past that if we love something, what do we do? We become intoxicated with that. Whatever it is, just a smart example to make today all of us mashallah who are married before we were married what happened we saw somebody that we interested in subhanallah what happened it stirred the strings of the heart what happened after that we went home and said you know what mom dad <laughs> i want to get married i saw an angel today that is how we felt wallahi and we went to our parents and we said you know i need to get married mom you need to go and make tashkil how many of our children today know the meaning of tashkil? Today is courting. Subhanallah, I need to first, first get to know her. I need to know the flavor first before I can go there. May Allah protect us and our youth from that. It's not supposed to be like that. Islam teaches you, you go and make tashkil in a certain way. You send your beloved parents to go and ask, to go and find out the background of this family. This family will find out the background of you. And this is how the love and mahabba will develop. And what happened? You started and you started to speak to your mother. As she comes back, you couldn't wait. You say, what was the, what was the outcome, mom? Was it yes? Was it no? Alhamdulillah, you've heard that it. it's positive. What's the next question? When are we getting married? Why? A natural love developed. A natural love. And this lady now, potential wife or spouse, she become everything in your world. Isn't it? You started talking to your mother about her. You started talking to your father about her. You started talking to your siblings about her. That's all you can speak. Your friends come and they say, you know what? Everything we hear from your mouth is just Fatima, 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 Fatima. You need to stop now. You know, you became a problem to them, but to you it was, I'm intoxicated with this love. I want to be with this lady. And at the end of the day, what happened? The day you said, Qabiltu nikahaha li nafsi bidhalik. What happened? How did you feel? You became overwhelmed. This was the ultimate climax that you've been waiting for. And you were the happiest person and your wife was the happiest person on that day, isn't it? Why you've met your partner in life. Now just imagine, just imagine, we all desire to be in Jannah. Jannah is that abode that you know we are in love with, supposed to be. Supposed to be. Why do we say supposed to be in love with? Remember when it was that wife, the only thing you could speak about was that wife. Was that potential wife, Maf. You spoke about it to everyone. 
You were elated with it. Everything in life revolved around her. So imagine being a believer. Your love and desire is to meet Allah. Your love and desire is to be in Jannah. How many times do we speak about Allah? How many times do we speak about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa How many times do we speak about Jannah? It is for us to think about Jamaatul Muslim. Is this truly what we love and desire? Because if we had to love and desire it, wallah, it will be wet and moist on our tongue. The only thing we want to speak about, hey, I've heard this about Jannah, you know what? Yeah, I, need to, I need to speak to you about this. Man. You know what's going to happen in Jannah? And everybody's going to love this. There's going to be Hurul Ain in Jannah. What is a Hurul Ain? You will describe it, you know, pearls, Allah. But if you look at them, you can see through them. You know, everybody can describe a Hurul Ain today. It's a good thing, mashallah. Right, for the ladies, subhanAllah, it's a very difficult thing. But inshaAllah, we have yaqeen and we have iman in Allah. This is what Allah desires for us. We know this, but do we speak about it? Why? We fear. Why sometimes we've been distracted by dunya? It is true, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us weak jama'at al-Muslim. We understand this. Allah says, وَخُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ ضَعِيفًا I've created insan weak. I understand them. But still, insan has been created with a choice. We have a choice in life. What are we going to choose? Is it going to be as Allah says, that the akhirah is definitely better for me? Do I believe this? Do I put my trust in Allah when it comes to this? Am I going to believe Allah's words? Am I going to follow Ashraful Makhluqat, the best of Allah's creation walking on the surface of the earth? Is this what I'm going to listen? Listen to Allah? No, sometimes we err. Sometimes we feel that, you know what, I need the boss in this world because he is sustaining me. He is the one paying my salary at the end of the month. It is important for me to obey him. Subhanallah, what about the ultimate boss who is Allah Rabbul Izzati Wal Jalal? What about obeying him? Every single day we disobey him, we don't think about him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a problem in a Muslim's life. But Jama'atul Muslimin, we've mentioned quite a bit of ways how we can enter Jannah easily. And today we'll continue with that bi-idhnillahi subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the introduction, jama'atul muslimin. And the time is almost up. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means at time. In this life, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, wal-asr. By Allah takes a qasam by time. Innal insana lafi khusr. That we are lost in this world. Why? Time. If we look in our life today, is there any barakah in time? There can be barakah in our time. Depends how we utilize our time. But today, we utilize our time only in thinking about this world, only thinking about the materialistic things in this world, and we forget about our akhirah. And that's why there is no khair and no barakah in our time. May Allah grant us to be from amongst those when there is barakah in our times. Wallahi, we need to find the time to think about Allah. We need to find the time to read about Muhammad We need to find the time to teach somebody something about this deen, this beautiful deen of Allah. We need to find the time to sit and read our Quran. We need to find the time to ponder about this Quran. Because this Quran is not just mere uh, book. It is not just mere something that we read and we leave it as it may be. No. This Quran is something you need to ponder in it. Allah asks, is your heart sealed? Is it locked? Is it mughlaq? Open your hearts to Allah's Quran. Wallah, if you read this Quran, Allah makes things easy for you. 
ومن يتق الله يجعل له مخرجا ويرزقه من حيث لا يحتسب ومن يتوكل على الله فهو حسبه this is a this is the epitome of a Muslim's life if he reads this verse he's like this is what I want to be this is where I want to be this is what I want to believe this is the ultimate goal in my life Allah says just be conscious about me and I open the way for you do we think that we can open the way for ourselves? This is how we start to think today, Jamaat al-Muslimin. It's because of me that I've achieved this. It's because of me that he achieved this. It's because of me that my children are where they are today. When I'udhu billah, Allah protect us from this belief. For indeed, we need to really, we need to really sit down and ponder about our lives, Jamaat al-Muslimin. And wallahi, the time is today. We can't delay this anymore. We know what the world is like, subhanallah. Just yesterday in Joburg, somebody, wallahi, in Azadville, what happened? A person just comes out. Him and his son being shot dead, both of them. The son's still alive. The father, mashallah, arrangements has been made for janazah. Janazah was supposed to be five o'clock. Just the afternoon, the son passed away. Everything had to change. How quick life has been taken and who's taking life? Who can, who can escape that? Statement of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Al-mawt, laysa lahum al-fawt. Mawt, death, is something which you can't escape. It is inevitable. You will never be able to escape that. And our desire as believers is what? To meet Allah, isn't it? But the most of us today, we fear death. Why do we fear death? We know ourselves. We need to question ourselves. Sahaba love to die. <laughs> SubhanAllah. The question was posed to Ashraful Makhluqat, whether he wants to pass on or whether he wants to live forever. <laughs> what, was, what was the answer? They understood. They said, How can I live forever if I can meet my Allah? I want to meet my Allah. I want to be in His presence. This is the ultimate success. How do we think? Ya Allah, I can't die today. <laughs> yes, I am. I still need to pass the exams in the grave. What I've done in my life, I need to make right. What gives us the right to think that we'll be able to make right tomorrow? What gives us the right to, that we're going to be able to make right in a minute's time, in an hour's time, in two hours' time, tonight? I'm going to make tawbah tonight. What gives us the right to understand that we will be able to do that tonight? This is how a believer think. What does Allah say? وَمَن Just be conscious of me. يَجْعَلَّهُ مَخْرَجًا I open up the way for you. Which way? Are you sick? Health comes from Allah. Just be conscious of me. Ask me. Read my Quran. Why? The Quran has been sent down as a rahmah and a mercy and a shifa'ah to us as believers. Do we do that? What do we believe in? We believe in the doctor. I have to go to the doctor. He is the one who is going to cure me. When I'udhu billah, Allah protect us from these beliefs. Allah say, yaja'allahu, yarji'u ilallah. The who there, it means Allah will make open the way for you. Allah will give you health. What do you fear? Poverty in life. Allah will grant you wealth. From ways and means, Allah say, وَيَرْزُقُهُمْ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ Ways and means unimaginable to you. Allah says this, do we believe Allah? Then Allah says, وَمَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ is, This is the, this is, Allah, this is the punchline. This is the punchline. وَمَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَسْبُ Do we believe this? Put your trust, Allah say, put your trust in me. Put your trust in me. I suffice for you. I am sufficient for you. How many of us believe this? How many of us have that yaqeen that Allah truly does? Allah is my cherisher. Allah is my nourisher. Allah is my creator. Allah is my sustainer. Today, do we believe that? We fear everything of this world, Jamaat al-Muslimin. We need to question ourselves. We need to question ourselves. What, where do we want to be? The ultimate abode is Jannah. And inshallah ta'ala, we'll mention a few of these things.
one of those points is anyone whose soul leaves his body and is free from three things will enter Jannah subhanallah what is the first one who is saying this hadith comes in Jami at Tirmidhi the first one is arrogance arrogance Allahu Akbar we don't need to speak about it we practice it isn't it sometimes we feel that we are better than the next person and there's no way that they can be better than me and I will tell him and I will tell him today man how can he do this and I'm in power and I oppress do I have the right to do that do I have the right to judge do I have the right to raise my voice for another creation of Allah do I have the right to do that think about it look at the character of Rasulullah how did he handle matters he says I came to teach you the best of ways the best of character how to liaise with people he calls his own companions his ashab he calls us his brothers he calls us his sisters he sallallahu alayhi wasallam we have that attitude that one of the brothers of muhammad sallallahu i can treat him the way i want to where do we want to end up one of the things if you can protect yourself from that yeah the hadith states that arrogance thinking that for, for a split second to think that I'm better than the next person that can cost me my Jannah imagine that it can cost me my Jannah may Allah protect us from this and make us from Ahlul Jannah we want to be Jannatis before I do something Wallahi this is something my great grandmother used to teach me and it is something so good because it's assisting it might not always work but you're constantly thinking about your elders there was some wisdom in what they say. They say, before you think, and before you say something, my boy, just think. And what must you think? Think what Allah will think of you when you say it, and think if it, if it abides by the sunnah of Muhammad Look at the elders, how God-conscious they were. You know, mashallah. They tell us, before you say something, think. Don't hurt the next person's feelings. If you see it's beneficial, say it. If you see it's going to harm them, or it's going to harm you in any way, or anybody else in any way, don't say it. Abstain from it and say Astaghfirullah. The words of an elderly lady who passed away by the age of 87 years old. Subhanallah. They've been through life. They've been through life. They know. And these were people when they passed on their final words on their tongue was La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah We ask Allah to grant us khusnu khatima. Every day a beautiful ending, a beautiful death with a kalima moist on our tongue. Subhanallah. This is what we desire. One of those things, Jamaat al-Muslimin, we need to be careful. Why? This is an attribute of shaitan. He said, Ana khayrun min. And we today, we practice that. Sometimes for a split second. May Allah forgive us for that. We say that, no, I will show him today. I will show him how I speak to him. I will tell him. I will degrade him and everybody will see what he is. Allah protect us because the beautiful words of Muhammad sallallahu is also man satara muslim and satara allahu yawm al-qiyamah fi dunya wal akhirah in this world as well in, in the akhirah amin ya rab may Allah protect us from this wallahi if a muslim if a brother of you if they err uh, what do you do you hide and conceal what he did what he does you try to protect him in every way whatever you do you try to protect him and after that what do you do you take him aside and say you know what you did now you can speak to him please my brother this is not in the obedience of Allah. You are disobedient to Allah now. Don't do this. I've protected you, but please do things the right way. That is the way of a Muslim. But what do we do today? We expose people. We want the history 
on the table and everybody can see it. May Allah protect us from that because do we desire for Allah to do this to us at the day of Qiyamah? Who's saying this? Not me. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the one that says this. So may Allah protect us from such actions insha'Allah ta'ala and may Allah grant us Jannah bi idhnillahi subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the second one, Jama'atul Muslimin, is stealing from the spoils of war. Stealing from the spoils of war, this does not imply to us today. Why? Because alhamdulillah, we are a nation, we are a generation, we alhamdulillah know jihad is taking place. Nothing like that is taking place where we need to distribute the spoils of war. But in that time, subhanallah, you were not allowed to take from the spoils of war. Why? Because that will be a ticket for you, not to Jannah, but to the opposite side. May Allah protect us from this, inshallah ta'ala. May Allah save us that such a time should never come. You know, where there's war, we don't want this. We want peace. Islam is a religion of love, peace, compassionate. Be compassionate to one another. Show the beauty of Islam, auntie. This is what Islam is. But today it's portrayed that Islam is being only, they consist of robes. They rob you. They consist of those who steal. They consist of those who commit adultery. They consist of those who kills innocent people. This is what Islam has been portrayed as. But wallahi, it's not true. Come and read about Islam. Come and see the truth about Islam and you will find out that this is a deen of love and peace and mercy. <clears throat> Rasulullah has been sent as rahmatan lil alameen, as a mercy unto mankind. How can we even today think for one second that this deen is being barbaric? May Allah protect us from such thoughts and may Allah grant the outsiders, those who are of different faiths, to see the truth about Islam and see the truth how through us, through our actions, through our way that we portray Islam to be. Be careful what you do today, Jamaat Muslim. Wallahi, <clears throat> we are being watched with eagle eyes. Not, I'm not talking about the people in this world. We, we don't do actions for the people of this world. We need to realize this. We do something for the sake of Allah. So Allah is watching you. Imagine that. Allah is watching you. You still want to do something wrong? May Allah protect us. Because we need to know and realize that Allah is all-seeing. And when we mean by all-seeing, everything in His creation, He sees all the time. So don't think that you can con Allah. You can't. It's impossible. You can con the people of this world. Who are they? Mere creation of Allah. You fear them? We fear the creation of Allah? Allahumma hafadna. Don't fear the creation of Allah. Everybody must die, Jamaat Muslim. Everybody is going to be present in the countenance of Allah. He is going to ask us, what did you do? with your wealth? What did you do with your health? What did you do? Everything in your life, you will be answerable for this. Why fear the creation of Allah? But fear the Creator. But don't fear the Creator that He is that monster. Because all He wants for you, He wants good for you. He wants good for you and He wants us to enter Jannah. He wants us to be amongst Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi Allah grant us that inshallah. And the third one, Jamaatul Muslimin, we fall in the category today is debt. We find ourselves that Wallahi, we do things, alhamdulillah, for our comforts in this world. And if you do things for your comfort, what's going to happen? Allah is going to test you. And how is Allah testing the ummah today? We are in so much debt, we can't get ourselves out of the debt. We ask Allah to grant us the ability to be debt free. All of us in the whole ummah of Muhammad That's important. We know the situation with debt. Allahu Akbar. Nobody's guaranteed to live tomorrow. Nobody's guaranteed to live this afternoon. What happens if you pass on and you have debt? And you have a family that's not going to look after you and going to do what they're supposed to do. What's going to happen? Our ruh will be mu'allaq bayna sama'id dunya wal akhirah. Do we want to be punished in this world? 
Do we want to be those who cry, being suspended? I can't go to, to, the, to the next summer. I can't go to Jannah. I can't enter. My ruh is just stopping here in this summer. And I'm being punished and I'm being tortured. Is this what we want? No. We want to be debt free. So please, Jamaatul Muslim, important for a Muslim. Try to be debt free. We try. You know, it's difficult. Sometimes people tell you different stories. But let taqwa come in. If you let, allow taqwa to enter the heart, what's going to happen? You're going to think with the heart and not with the mind. The mind is easy. You can just make a th think about something and it will happen. But if you think with the heart, Allah is connected to this heart. You're going to think, is it going to be beneficial? No, it's not going to be beneficial. It's going to be de a detriment for me. So let me not do this. Let's find ways and means. And that's why this ummah is one ummah. That's why this ummah is there, as Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Allahu Akbar, his words are so beautiful. La yu'minu ahadukum hatta yuhibba li akhihi ma yuhibbu li nafsi. You come across somebody in difficulty, try to assist that person. Don't try to check him down and more down in the black hole that he's in. Find somebody that you can help. Don't wait for them to come to you. Islam is not that. Islam is a beautiful deen, portrayed to be beautiful. Wallahi, go to them. My beloved brother, I am not saying that it is like that. Is there anything that I can assist you with? Because I've got, I, I, I have this feeling that you are in some type of difficulty. Can I assist you with anything? What's going to happen here? You're fulfilling the duty of your brother. What is Allah going to give you? لا يؤمن أحدكم You will never have complete faith until you love for your Muslim brother or you love for yourself. So if you do this, what will Allah grant you? Complete faith. Amen. May Allah grant us complete faith. May Allah grant us understanding of deen. It's important, Jamaat Muslim. If we do what we are going to have to do, Allah will grant us Jannah. May Allah grant us the ability, inshallah, to enter Jannah without reckoning. And it's so easy to attain this. Here is just one of those things that we've mentioned. The next point I want to do. Point, Allah, today we can introspect our own lives. Are we doing this? Whoever visits an ailing person or a brother, of his to seek the pleasure of Allah. Allahu Akbar. How many people are in the hospitals? How many of our mothers and fathers are in old age homes? How many of them are in difficulty at home? No child comes to visit him. It is our duty. Our duty as Muslims to go. Find out who is sick. Who is, one of the things that said Abu Bakr, yes, the time is not going to allow me. It's five things if a Muslim does it, he's guaranteed Jannah. Guaranteed Jannah. One of that is going to visit an ill person, and a, a person who is sick. The other thing is to fast. The other thing is to give sadaqah. Subhanallah. There are five things. If you do this every day, what's going to happen? You'll be able to enter Jannah. When was this question posed to Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu? Before Fajr. Imagine that. You already went to a janazah. You already greeted. You already gave sadaqah. Allahu Akbar, you already visit a sick, a sick person. How many of us can say this? Before Fajr, Allahu Akbar. Look at the dedication of, of, of the Sahaba. Radiallahu ta'ala anhum ajma'in. Look at the dedication of them. The Prophet of Allah says something. I practice it. And literally I mean I need to practice it. Imagine, these five actions you do before Fajr. You, you attain a janazah. Today, Allahu Akbar, janazah before Fajr, nah. Turn the blanket. I need to sleep. Sadaqah before Fajr, where am I going to find somebody? Everybody's sleeping. They understood what is a Sadaqah. It increases my wealth, not decrease. Today, you give Sadaqah, Allah, but I only have this. 
Where's the yaqeen? If I give, Allah will grant me. <laughs> Subhanallah. Allah grant us to understand this Jamaat al-Muslimin. Go and visit a sick person. What is going to happen, Jamaat al-Muslimin? An announcer, who is this? An angel will call out. An angel calls out, may you be happy and may your walking be blessed and may you be awarded a dignified position in Jannah. Allahu Akbar. An angel cries out, shout out in the Samawa for your happiness, for your safety, for your abode to be Jannah. Allahu Akbar. May Allah grant us that ability. Let's go and find. Sometimes you have people that are ill and sick. Nobody visits them. How difficult that is. If it's you, will you like people to come and make dua for you? Yes. And sometimes people say, you know, we didn't want to bother that person. No. You're depriving that person. Thousands of malaikas are surrounding you there. They come there, they say, La ba's tahoor, insha'Allah. They make dua for you. Allah mashfi. May Allah grant you shifa. That might just be the, the dua that Allah accepts. So inshallah, if you're sick, inform people. You know, let people make dua for me. Make dua for me when I'm sick, inshallah ta'ala. May Allah grant us the ability to understand. My time is up, jama'atul muslimin. May Allah grant us that ability to speak about what we love and desire. And what should be what we love and desire. We said today, it should be Allah. Speak about Allah. You know, I'm, I'm that faqir standing in front of you today. But sometimes I wonder this... I made that intention that I believe that everybody in the gathering here today, and Alhamdulillah, this was a belief and a practice of Abu Hassan al-Shadili, that whenever he came into a crowd, he believed that everybody in that crowd is better than him. So today I, Alhamdulillah, make that intention. Then whenever I'm in a crowd, I believe that I'm the faqir, I'm that weak, pauper, poor person, standing here, and Allah granted me that ability to speak about Allah. And to speak about Rasulullah Allah granted me that opportunity. How fortunate I am. And wallahi, I'm standing here with a pure heart, knowing that everybody sitting in this gathering and everybody listening today, they are better than me. That is important. So make dua for this faqir standing here today. That I should also be amongst those who speak about what I love, because I love to be in Jannah. I would love to meet Allah in the best of ways. I would love to be amongst the company, in the company of Muhammad And I would love to meet his ashab. That is where my abode would be. So make dua for me. This poor person also standing here. Because indeed today, I make dua that Allah must grant us the ability to all enter Jannah together, inshallah, without hisab. Jazakumullah khairat jazaf for the jama'at al-Muslimin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all. May Allah grant khairat, rahmat, and barakat in your life, inshallah ta'ala, in all of our lives. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us for what we love to speak about it more. Today, inshallah, if we meet one another, at least one thing we'll say good about Allah. It is one thing we'll, rem we'll remind one another about Muhammad sallallahu And it is one thing we'll say about Jannah. Speak about it because that is where we want to be, inshallah. Develop that love. Create that love in your heart. And Allah will grant it to you, inshallah. Wa akhiru da'wana wa alhamdulillah rabbil alameen.